The myths of selling to the government. If you're using traditional sales techniques to sell to the government, you're doing it wrong. Rick Wimberly and Lauren Bristow have been selling and marketing to the government for years. Quite successfully, thank you. They're authors of Seven Myths of Selling to Government, available on Amazon. The podcast is brought to you by Government Selling Solutions, a consultancy helping companies sell to the government. Now, here's Rick. Well, thanks, Gabby. Today, we talk about the fourth strategy for building deeper business relationships, enhancing communications. In episode four, we talked about strategies one and two. One, discover and nurture shared values. Two, create clearly recognizable benefits. And in episode five, we talked about number three, increasing relationship termination cost. Well, what's next? The fourth is to enhance communications. Communication is a major driver of trust. It's critical to developing relationship commitment. This is particularly true working with government. Theirs is a paperwork-driven world. Nothing gets done without a lot of documentation, thus communication. A smart government salesperson uses this reality to her advantage. She communicates lots of relevant information that helps her prospects provide the mound of documentation usually required to get just about anything in government done. We're certainly not blazing any new trails with this particular topic. The world is filled with books, podcasts, audiobooks, and the hows and whys of better communication. It's crazy, isn't it? Never before in the history of the world have humans been so connected to one another through so many different communications options. Still, communication continues to be one of the most significant obstacles to successful relationship building. Why in today's world of hypercommunications is this still a problem? Now, perhaps we'll do another podcast or write another book on this topic. But for now, here is how contemporary communications can become an obstacle to relationship building. We can become overwhelmed by an information deluge. It's no secret. We're all absolutely flooded with information. The sheer volume of data directed at us on a daily basis makes it difficult to sort through to find the meaningful nuggets of real communication. We are connected to more people through more devices, but have less time, while advertisers and other people we don't even know are drowning us with attempts to communicate. Everyone we do know has multiple devices and communications channels available to drown us. We're all expected to be reachable at any moment, and there is a marked increase in the amount of duplication of effort with using all these many devices. That leads us to the next problem. We're forced into reactive communications. Before we were authors, podcasters, and entrepreneurs, we were standard corporate types. We know personally there were times it seemed as if our whole day was spent simply responding to unplanned requests. It was as if our entire work schedule was dictated by what popped up in our email, Slack, text, etc., as opposed to us planning the work and working the plan. You can probably relate. With greater accessibility and a huge increase in communications options, we often communicate in reactive mode, that is, in response to someone else's urgency. I guess it's not always a bad thing, but it can get in the way of meaningful interactions and collaborative exchanges. 
We must deal with an explosive increase in the quantity of useless information. With all the craziness, one would think each of us would be conservative with the volume of information we produce and consume. However, just the opposite's happening. We become addicted to information as a society, having an insatiable desire for more. And more communication is not necessarily better communication. A final thought on why communication is difficult today relates to our nonverbal communication. In some cases, the written word is preferred over verbal interactions. It's often better to think through a communication or a response and carefully put it in writing as opposed to popping off at the mouth willy-nilly. However, given our communication environment, we often don't think through the responses carefully, or we're limited in characters to get our point across. This often leads to misunderstandings and miscommunications, Contextual clues such as voice inflection and facial expressions are not always part of the communication stream. So, we're on a quest to establish good relationships with government prospects. Communications is one way we do it. So, how do we communicate? Stand by. Frankly, selling to government isn't for everyone, but it can be very lucrative, and some people just have a knack for it. Over the years, the people at Government Selling Solutions have taken the knack they have, solved the myths, and figured out why some people are really successful at it, and some just aren't. Government Selling Solutions offers sales training, capture team coaching, strategic and tactical planning assistance, and mentoring, and more stuff. Contact Government Selling Solutions by going to govselling.com. Govselling.com. Government Selling Solutions. Getting government sold. Thank you. There are many factors for creating connections through communications. However, we believe there are three main ones. They must exist before solid, meaningful communications can occur. Relevance, timeliness, and reliability. Let's repeat. Relevance, timeliness, and reliability. Be relevant. Simply providing information to prospects is not enough to enhance communications and further the relationship. The information must be perceived as being relevant. This is even more important in today's world where information overload has reached pandemic proportions. We must be selective with the information. Approaching each and every outreach, we should ask ourselves, Will this information truly and uniquely answer a prospect's question or help solve a prospect problem? If not, you're likely wasting your time and making a little headway cultivating the deeper relationship. If so, you're on your way to making the new BFF. Next, be timely. The timing of information exchange is critical. Really good outreach efforts at a really bad time will at best be ignored. At worst, They'll create a perception that you're self-serving and insensitive. Many times, it's impossible to know whether your communications are coming at a good time or not. So ask, would this information be helpful to you, or is this a good time to talk about this? Be reliable. This piece of the communications pie can only be illustrated over time. Great communication doesn't happen overnight but instead improves as interactions occur over time, as long as information exchanges are proven accurate and dependable. 
While we may not be able to remember details of each of these interactions, our minds appear to be able to store assessments of these various touch points. Thus, we develop overall feelings about certain people and whether their word can be trusted. While it's impossible to do justice to the topic of communications in this podcast, we can assure you that the simple practice of focusing on relevant, timely, and reliable communications will help. In our next episode, we go to strategy five, minimize perceived selfish behavior. Till then, today's episode has been brought to you by Government Selling Solutions. Government Selling Solutions, getting government sold.